Hello friends, Mike and Jody Cleveland here with you. And Jody, I'm excited to do another podcast with you on New Covenant Living. And what's our topic for today? It's a Sabbath rest. Sabbath right? rest. Right. Um, let's think for just a minute about why we might need to do a podcast on Sabbath rest. Mm-hmm. What are some reasons that you can think of as to why we're doing this? Well, I think that, um, first of all, New Covenant living is living in the gospel, right? It's living in the power of the cross. We're saying that when Jesus died on the cross and he rose again on the third day, that something changed. Everything, really. Everything Mm -hmm. changed. So formally, before the cross, the Israelites were God's chosen people. They related to God in the law, in the old covenant. When Jesus died on the cross, he opened up the way for all people to of every tribe, tongue, and nation around the world throughout time to become God's people by putting faith in Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection, right? So now we have a new covenant, right? A new way of relating to God. And in that new way of relating to God, things are different than they used to be. Right. The problem is that, and, th- and this has certainly been a struggle in my life, is that rules are so comfortable Mm -hmm. right we look at those 10 commandments and we think ha 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 yes Mm -hmm. i finally have a checklist if i don't kill people if i don't commit adultery if i don't do this i don't do that and list all the you know if i love god with all my heart soul and mind if Mm -hmm. i do these things if i keep the sabbath Mm -hmm. which was one of the the big ten right commandment right so fourth commandment so if i keep the sabbath then god will be pleased with me Mm -hmm. and he will reward me right and welcome me into heaven so that's that's good You, you look at people's lives today hurry rush rush all around busy 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 and constantly going and constantly working and that carries over into church life. There's so much to do in ministry. There's a never-ending list of things that have to get done yesterday. And uh, we're, we're, in, we're in, a, in a society that values productivity and work and to energy evolve. put out and effort expended. And it's like you can't breathe, right? It's like you, you, you need to just exhale, Um, And to a society that is overworked and to a Christian church that is overburdened with to-dos comes a message totally different, completely apart from the world we live in and the religion that we have so long heard about and so long been involved in. It's a message of rest. Right. And it says in Hebrews chapter 4... Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let's be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. Mm. Now, this to me sounds very much like the Old Covenant Sabbath rest. If you did not rest on the seventh day Sabbath, you were to be stoned, right? You were breaking the law, right? You were breaking God's law, right? And so you had to rest. Right. Now, it was in, a forced physical rest. Yeah, that's right. On one day of the week, which was the seventh day Sabbath, it was Saturday. Right. Friday night to Friday night Saturday. To Saturday night. Yeah. Exactly right. Sundown Friday night 
to sundown Saturday. This was actually called the sign and the seal of the Old Covenant Sabbath. Right. The Old Covenant, the Ten Commandments, had a had a seal, mm-hmm. had a sign, and it was resting on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. All right, now we come and say his promise still stands. The promise of entering his rest still stands, and the warning is, don't fall short of it. All right, so that tells us, ooh, I better be careful to be a Sabbath keeper to enter into God's rest. Now, what message is it? Is it the old covenant law that brings us this rest? Or as we look at verse two together, what message brings us the rest? Well, it says we have in verse two, for we also have had the good news proclaimed to us just as they did, but the message they heard was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who believed. Now we have those believed. who obeyed. Oh, right? sorry, those who obeyed. Sorry, I was skipping ahead to verse three. Right now, we who have believed enter that rest, just as God has said. So the there is a big difference. Back then, it was physical; it was one day, and now it is uh, different. It is a rest in our souls. It is a re- uh, a rest from trying to earn God's favor. That's right. And the importance of this is that it comes when you hear the good news and you put faith in it. Yes. Now, the good news came to them back in the Old Covenant as well. That's what this says. And that means that God put the gospel in the Old Testament. He did. But they, they heard it, but they didn't believe it. Right. And so the way to rest has been given to us. Hear the message of the cross that Jesus destroyed your sin when he died on the cross. He removed your sin from you. And and by doing that, if you believe that message, mm-hmm. you no longer have to work to gain God's favor. Right. You can rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ and be a true Sabbath keeper. Right. And that's what he says in verse three, we who have believed enter that rest. Mm-hmm. So first is the warning, be careful not to fall short of it. And then the method, we who have believed, enter that rest. And so we might ask our listeners today, have you both heard the message of the cross and put faith in it as it actually belongs to you? That Jesus died for your sin, that he was buried and buried your sin away, and that he was raised on the third day, having completely paid for your sin, Do you believe that message for you today? Not as mere theology, but as a message that's going to give you life and make you rest. And this is how we enter rest today, right? Now, Mike, what do you say to people who believe this? Because I've heard this several times. Well, yeah. Okay, so I totally believe in Jesus. I am resting in him for my salvation. I know I can't earn that. But now that I'm saved, I believe God wants me to keep the Ten Commandments. So the importance to understand is that the Old Covenant, because that's what the Ten Commandments are. Right. The Old Covenant had a shelf life. Yeah. That You can see that in Galatians chapter 3, that the law... Uh, came or was added at Mount Sinai until 
-hmm. The promised one would come who would fulfill it. Right. So now Jesus has come and fulfilled that old covenant on your behalf. And as he did that, and then as he died on the cross, the old covenant was ground to powder. Mm -hmm. There is no old covenant any longer. You cannot put yourself under the Ten Commandment law. It's impossible to do because it's been fulfilled. And as such, now we have a new covenant that we put ourselves under. So in Romans chapter 8, it talks about and compares the law of sin and death versus the law of the spirit of life. So under the old covenant, you were under a law of sin and death because all it did was highlight and point out and magnify your sin. And as such, it was a law of sin and death. In 2 Corinthians 3, it's described as a ministry of condemnation and a ministry of death. Mm -hmm. That's the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. And that's all it can do is condemn you. You can't keep them perfectly. You cannot fulfill the law perfectly. And so you are actually breaking them all because you can't fulfill all of them perfectly. Right, and that's not the focus God wants us to have. Right. So many people think, oh, well, I couldn't before I was saved, right? I couldn't keep the law before I was saved, but now I have the Spirit of God in me, and so I can keep them. But the, what we want to, you to understand, friends, is that this is not what God desires for you. Right. In Hebrews 12, we see we are called to enter into the rest of Jesus uh, keeping the Sabbath by believing in the gospel. You mean Hebrews 4, right? I'm sorry, what did I say? Hebrews 12. 12. Oh, yeah. yes. Hebrews 4, my bad. Um, Hebrews 4, yes, where we're entering into that rest. And it goes against our our uh, flesh. It goes mm-hmm. against our the nature that we were born with. Our, our flesh desires to be able to achieve things. Mm-hmm. It wants to be able to get credit for itself. And the true Sabbath keeping does not get any credit at all. It doesn't say I've achieved anything. It looks to Jesus for everything, past, present, and future, and says, I'm resting in that. Right. And so he he goes on to describe in Hebrews 4, 4, for somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day (laughs) in these words. On the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And so we are talking about seventh day Sabbath rest here, the 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 law, the moral law of Ten Commandments is exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah. Somewhere he <laughs> speaks about say, the seventh day, saying on the seventh day, God rested from all his works. That's also a reference to creation. Right, that's what they're right? saying. Right, when creation. God rested from all his works. Right. All right, then in verse 5, it says again in the passage above, he says, they shall never enter my rest. And what he's referring to here is Psalm 9511 and a reference to the unbelievers. The unbelieving Jews would never enter God's rest. Now, it's interesting because they uh, thought that going into the promised land would bring them rest. But what the Bible's talking about here, Jody, is the seventh day weekly Sabbath rest did not bring them rest. They did not enter into God's rest. The reason again, they didn't put faith in the message of the cross. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe. They didn't exercise faith, and because of it, they didn't rest. Right. Now, in verse 6, what does it say? 
Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again set a certain day, calling it today. This he did when a long time ago he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. So let's think about that for a minute. God again set a certain day. Okay? I like this. Here, here's the contrast between the Old Covenant, Ten Commandment, Fourth Commandment uh, law to rest. Right. When God set aside a certain day. Right. Okay, back then he called it Saturday, Sabbath, seventh day rest. Mm-hmm. All right. God again in the New Covenant set aside a certain day. What day is it, Jody? Is it Sunday? Today. Oh, today. today. Wait a minute. Today's Monday. I know. So we're supposed to rest today on Monday? So Monday's the new Sabbath? Every day. (laughs) Every day that is today. Whatever day you wake up and you say, today, that's the day you rest in Jesus. Right. Today is the Sabbath and we get to rest today. Yes. We become true Sabbath keepers when we rest in Jesus' finished work. Yes. Uh, and, and remember this. It's important to remember that God, again, set aside a certain day. That's highly instructive language it is. for us because it's comparing the old and the new. Right. Now, if you should choose to go back to the old, back to the darkness, back to the shadows, back to a defunct law, mm-hmm. back to a day of the week, mm-hmm. then you're not really a Sabbath keeper. Mm-hmm. Isn't that an amazing I- irony? Mm-hmm. That if you choose a certain day to rest on, Sabbath, the seventh day, you're not a true Sabbath keeper. Right. Because God again set aside a certain day. Right. Calling it today. Right. So whatever day that you're hearing this podcast on, it's the Sabbath. It is. Meaning you should not work for your salvation. You should just rest in what God has done for you in putting his son to death in your place. And it sounds so easy, but it actually is. You have to strive to enter the rest, right? You have to um, consciously let go of that works mentality to say, I'm not going to try to keep a certain day. I'm going to keep every day and the way i keep it is by believing in jesus and his finished work on the cross and his resurrection power that lives in me Um, i'm resting in him i'm trusting in him to not only begin the work in me but to carry it on to completion not only to save me but to keep me Yes, amen. To satisfy completely. I mean, there's a song. <laughs> yeah, save, sanctified, set apart, yeah. satisfied. <laughs> I love it. all, right? And, and so now, as we bring this to a close, yeah. let's contrast what we started with, the world and its hustle and bustle in the church that wants you to work, 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 work. <laughs> I remember a sermon we heard one time oh, where he, he said, you know, Christianity is defined by a four-letter word. It's work. When you, when you are become a Christian, you must work. Get to work. <laughs> he was right that it had the, four, the wrong word. Yes, rest, word rest. Right? That's yeah. the four-letter word. So let's contrast. How would you say, Jody, someone who enters into new covenant Sabbath keeping, what, what do they feel? What do they think? How do they live differently? Well, they live differently because they're not performing anymore. 
right? You're no longer dancing as fast as you can, trying to get it all done, trying to make God happy, trying to avoid the, the wrath of God. You're not doing that anymore. Um, there's no focus on, oh, wow, okay, I had that bad thought. I got to remember to go tomorrow to the temple and, and make my sacrifice because otherwise God will be angry with me. Mm. Or, you know, there's, there was just, if you can imagine what it must have been like to live under the true old covenant as a, as a Jew, it must have been exhausting trying to always keep short accounts with God, to keep my record clear, to make sure I've, I have offered my sacrifices. Um, so the that truth I don't... is now you have no record. Woo, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you have no account. <laughs> that, that's the big difference, right? There's no more of this, um, oh God, please forgive me. It's, oh God, thank you that you have forgiven me in Jesus. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. That there is no more punishment for me. There is no more wrath for me. There is no performance anxiety anymore, Jesus, because you did it perfectly. And then, miracle of all miracles, you took that perfection that you achieved, Jesus, and you gave it to me. And to all my brothers and sisters who put faith in you, it's, it is... We, we look at the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, how Jesus took those two loaves and, and uh, or two fish and five loaves or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he broke them up and he fed 5,000. Well, imagine that the perfection of one man, Jesus, was broken up and distributed to every believer throughout time and eternity. Mm-hmm. And it is sufficient mm-hmm. for all of us. It is perfection for all of us oh friends we can rest we can rest and this is good news Mm. as it should be you know we can exhale finally (laughs) right (laughs) we can finally be at peace and rest and the the awesome thing about that is it enables you to work Paul, (laughs) paul says in first corinthians 15 verse 10 I worked harder than all the rest. But not I. The grace of God in me. Yes. Right? Hallelujah. He was resting as he was working. Right. And and this is what being a true Sabbath keeper means to me. Amen. It it has quadrupled my productivity. Hasn't it? In the gospel. Because I'm resting. I'm seated. Right. I'm lounging. (laughs) (laughs) My feet are back. My hands are behind my head. I'm resting in what Jesus did for me. Yes. And I love that. In Colossians 2 and verse 16, it says, Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. Mm. Why? These are a shadow of the things that were to come. Right. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Okay. So now we have definitive new covenant teaching. Yes. That the old covenant Sabbath, the seventh day Saturday Sabbath, yes. was a shadow. What does that mean, Jody? What is a shadow? What does a foreshadow mean? Well, a shadow is not the real thing, right? right. It's just um, uh, an impression of something else that is true, that is solid, that is actual, Mm -hmm. right? And so the Sabbath was a shadow of the cross. That's right. Christ's death and resurrection for our sins. And 
So we don't want to look at the shadow and be all mesmerized by that. Right. Let's look at the true thing. Yes. What's the real thing? The, the reality is when they would stop their work on Friday evening at sundown yeah. and completely cease working all day Saturday, Sabbath, yeah. they were foreshadowing what it's like to be a believer. Yes. They were making a picture. I'm not resting. I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm resting. I'm not working. Right. I, I'm, I'm completely at rest here for 24 hours. That's what it's like to be a believer every single day of your life throughout eternity. Right. I'm simply resting in what Jesus did for me. Right. He suffered in my place, bore my sin and my guilt, taking it all away. And now, Jody, I'm at rest today because that's the day that God set aside in the new covenant today. Yes. Now, when I wake up tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be today. Yes. So I'm going to rest again yes. in what Jesus did for me. And so every day of my life, I get to rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Yes. And oh my, how that just affects my heart as mm-hmm. well as my body. Yes. The, the Seventh-day Sabbath only affected your body because right. that was what it was designed for. Mm-hmm. The New Covenant Sabbath affects my heart too Mm -hmm. because I get to look once again at the cross I get to rest and by faith putting faith in that message of the cross I get to be a true Sabbath keeper every day of my life of which the old covenant Sabbath was a shadow yes a foreshadow now that the light has come the substance the reality Jesus himself I don't want to go back to the shadows right I want to completely rest in what Jesus did for me. And isn't it amazing how that resting in Christ enables true productivity in gospel work? Yes, it does. And I, you know, I really pray, I pray that all of our listeners today will not only enter that rest themselves, but that they will help their children and their spouses and their friends and their Uh, whoever they encounter to also enter that rest let's don't live with one another in a performance driven way let's live with each other in light of the true rest we have in the gospel let's live with each other so in a way that fosters um hey are you resting in jesus today how can i help you do that not, hey, you're not loving me the way you're supposed to. Hey, you're not behaving the way you're supposed to. Hey, I see that, what you're doing, and I don't like it. Mm. Okay, that is a performance-driven yes. relating. So we want to relate to one another, not only to God first, mm-hmm. in a Sabbath, true Sabbath rest, a resting in the gospel, but to each other in that same way, and to help one another to do the same. That is beautiful. And with that, we'll close. Mm.